We got the truth. We got the truth. We got the truth. A small business. We got the truth. We got the truth. We got the big truths of small business. Sponsored by Yes I Rent. Yes I Rent. Yes I Rent. Property management. Place good tents and collect your rent. Maintain your properties and account for it. True, we got the truth. We got the truths. Yeah, we, we got the big oh, truths. Small business sponsored by SIRN. Yes, we do have the big truths of small business, and we are sponsored by SIRN. Go like us, go five star us. Go love on us. We need you. We need you to build this uh, this 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 show empire, right? This empire. It's, I think it's an empire. It's a truth empire. We're now in the third episode of the Big Truths of Small Business, coming from the mobile RV Big Truth Studio, right? We're we're planted here in in McDonough, Georgia. Yeah, I mean, mobile, uh, potentially mobile. It's going to be mobile. We were mobile on the last one. The one that uh, the previous show we're was mobile. mobile. And we it's in uh, Alabama, baby. So we're excited about that. So, yeah, we're, uh, we're learning how to, to function here inside of a, of a mobile studio and uh, let us know how we're doing. Um, but uh, Travis has been tasked with the last several shows. So if you don't like him, it's his fault. If you like him, it's internet it's his gold fault. internet gold <laughs> so travis what to today's show and we were we are looking here about a week or so outside the election and i feel like you want to bring some of this into the equation <laughs> what, what are we talking about yeah it's been me that's been chomping at the bit to talk about the election it's certainly not you Joe. i'm gonna pull you into an election gosh conversation guys i'm gonna say ahead of time forgive me for i probably will sin. <laughs> <laughs> on the show if we're talking so, about the election so this this is we, we are post-election although are we <laughs> I, I don't i don't know that we know and since we don't know joe i thought today would be a good day to talk about uncertainty what to do when uncertainty strikes are you talking about uh Global uncertainty, internal uncertainty, my own individual uncertainty. What are we talking about? I think it all is the same. I think uncertain. I think the principle. Absolutely are, not the same. I think it's. I mean, I, does that mic work? Uh, it might. Is my? It can. Can you hear me, Joe? Okay. okay. Well, quit talking while I'm talking. So what? What I'm discussing is the principles of uncertainty are the same. What to do when you don't know, quote unquote, things now. To give you an opportunity to talk about the election, which you've been chomping at the bit, frankly, to do, um, there is uncertainty surrounding who's going to be president. Now, I've, I, I kind of feel like if you stopped, you know, a hundred people on the street at this point, Joe Biden, eighty are going to say, maybe ninety are going to say it's Joe Biden. They, they may, some of them may have said it, it was a stolen election, but they all sort of believe that Joe Biden will be the next president, and Joe Biden believes he'll be the next oh, president. Joe Biden definitely believes he, he'll be. He actually has. Uh, uh, office of the president elect behind all of his speeches. I thought that was a pretty, <laughs> I, I really liked that. That's like, marketing, baby. That 101. Was, hey. If you want people to believe, 
then tell them what you what you want them oh, to believe. That's, that's assuming the sale right there. That's put that's putting the for sale sign in the front yard before you walk in the door. This is not asking, do you want A or B? This is saying you're taking A. I like that. So yeah. so that's a good early sign for me. I like that. Yeah. I do like that. Um, I, I give him a check mark for marketing. That 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 little check mark that we see on TV. In fact, is that rain that we hear coming in? Joe, I'm uncertain, but I'm going to look. That is, in fact, rain. Wow. So if you hear a little background noise, that might be rain on top of the trailer. Uh, Don't fall asleep, trailer, man. I but, could get a good nap. Um, I'm going to give, uh, seriously, I'm going to give Joe Biden and the Democratic Party an absolute, probably a 95 percentile out of 100 on the uh, messaging and marketing platform that thrust them to probably the election win. Um, it was it was concise. It was targeted. They appealed to their base and created fear in others. And and, and listen, when you're talking about a contested election, meaning it's very close and, and, and a minor amount of votes could decide, fear works. I, I hate to say it. We, we use it in sales, too. Fear actually works. You know, when I bought a rainbow vacuum cleaner for $2,800. Wow. How did wow. they create fear in me? Wow. How, how when I was owned the absolutely like like Shanda get Shanda's my wife. Let, let's 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 es, escort this guy out of the house. I appreciate all this, but <laughs> but twenty eight hundred dollars. How did they do it? They put some fear in me. Well, you know I've, how they did it? I've watched it. Yeah, they went back to the bedroom with the rainbow. Oh, that pillow. They took the pillow, the mattress, the mattress pad, tried, and they just rubbed that sucker across it. Snakes and then and then showed you what they claimed to be the 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 white field water that had you know live microorganisms that it just sucked up and and, and we were like get the rainbow fix it let's please fix it so rainbow used and still does fear to push you over the edge and and so the Democrat Party said okay we don't have a, a great platform of ideas. However, we've got COVID nineteen. Thank God. Thank you, God. Or did God put help put COVID in? We don't know. But what we do know is whether it was <laughs> contrived or natural. What we do know is the Democratic Party latched onto it like a leech and said, "We're going to never let a crisis go to waste." The Democratic Party says, and boy, they did not. And I commend them for that because well, that's incredible a, it, marketing. It, it's another very interesting thing. I mean, when we start thinking about our world and attributing negative things that happen that perhaps are outside of anyone's control to our competitors. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a real thing they did. They took something that I don't think anybody wants to argue. I mean, uh, Trump did not invent that. He, he wasn't nah. the scientist who was in, uh, doing the, if it was dish. invented, it wasn't from that, that side of the party. That's what I'm saying. I, and, and so, you know, at, at the end of the day though, they took, they took something like, Oh, golly, let's think about this. Have they ever done that before? Joe, what, what happens now when we have a natural disaster? What, 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 what do we attribute that to? these days well i mean hey listen it's because uh uh, uh mr president you didn't do anything about uh global warming global warming so therefore Tornadoes. you're killing people down in florida so listen they we're using this as an example guys in your small business first of all they understood how to use crisis right. to, to to market their their agenda and they did a great job well, of it and but what does that do 
and, and, and the show is we don't quite know what the next four years are going to look like because we've never had Joe Biden and Kamala Harris as a, as a, as a, as a ticket. We don't know right now is the Senate going to be, you know, balanced or, or Democrat or Republican because Georgia, which we are sitting in, is going to decide that. It's 49-49, and both Georgia senators will go through a runoff, and it will decide the balance of power. And we don't know. There's uncertainty. There it, is a, there There is taking place. I don't know if it's starting today or if it's starting this week, but imminently a uh, vote-by-vote hand recount in Georgia. I just heard the guy announce it. They're going to they're, they're gonna do the whole deal. Yeah. Not only that, this is uh, to take the heat off of the Secretary of State of Georgia. He announced today that the 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 new voting for uh, January fifth will be done by the federal institutions. Oh, I wow. didn't, yeah, I didn't quite. Can you do that? I, I don't know where do I don't know that. where that is or how that worked, but it was like to ensure to ensure to ensure that we have an accurate you know, cast and, and count. Hmm. We're going to take it to federal property. I, I didn't quite catch it all, but I thought, well, is, does that mean that it's not an accurate count if it's hmm. not on federal property? Anyway, uncertainty. That's what we're talking about. Well, here. I mean, golly, you know, in, in, in the middle of uncertainty, we'll, we'll kind of get, it's interesting that now this is a lesson in trying to create certainty. Right, so that's what he's trying to do. There is what what the country really craves right now is not so much who's going to be the next president. I mean, we do, uh, but like you said, I think there's kind of a mental consent to that among the population. I think the more as it's talked about and discussed that we what we crave is certainty around the process. That's yeah, what, that's what we need to know. I think I think that's I think that's if if you break it down to most. Let's say, uh, well-thinking in their right mind, Americans. Yes, we wish maybe the election went one way or the other. We all can say that. But what we need to wish for the most, what we need to be certain of, is that the process is. I mean, it's something we can we can count on. You can't count on the process, and you can't count on anything, and so. But you know, how does that boil back to your boil back to your small business and in, in the in the question of certainty? Well, we're we're facing a, an uncertainty in in terms of what are the policies or the thought processes around the policies of the next administration? If it, it would it be you know if it be new, if it be the Biden one, which was what we're assuming, how will that affect uh, our business? How will that affect our people that work for our business? How will it affect our customers? Um, if you're a business who also your main business is other small businesses, that could have an effect on you if they are uncertain. Um, or if you're a small business that works on government contracts, a ton of small businesses work on. They're probably going to do very contracts. well, very right. possibly. Yeah, they'll probably. I mean, government. I mean, Unless it's a wall. If you're doing the wall right now, you <laughs> you they might stop you. That's what I'm saying. They could. That's what I'm saying. So it's you know there's a little bit of homework to do here in the midst of uncertainty. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. So what's your thought? And we'll get into some things we came, we came up with here that are, uh, perhaps controversial between you and me, which will be a little, a little bit fun. It's always a little fun when I'm right and trying to listen to you talk your way out of 
being wrong, but in, in terms of the, the market or market conditions, what right now, what's happening? I know, uh, this past week you and I were in a business meeting on a golf course and you looked at your phone and the stock market was hovering around 30,000. It's going crazy. And what I found out after that is, uh, that wasn't about the, the election outcome. What was that about? That was about the fact that there has been a, uh, uh, not a cure. What do you call it? Uh, for the oh vaccine, there has been a vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Was that what that was? Yes, the vaccine from Pfizer and some German company that, by the way, was not in the the, the fast track piece over here. This is a separate deal. Comes back at ninety percent effective. Ninety okay. percent okay. effective. So the market said, "Whoa, we're going to be out of this soon." That's what the market did. Certainty. Certainty changed the market. Certainty definitely moved. Because we removed some uncertainty. It was hope, right? A lot, a lot of times the market moves with a little bit of evidence and hope, right? And so according to Don, who works with us, the interesting thing about that vaccine is it has to be held at like negative 90 plus degrees. Wow. That's you, and, and so once it's produced, you got 10 days to use it. It's, it's not a... Attention refrigerated delivery companies. Yeah, can right. you can you produce negative ninety? Man, I wonder if they can get. I, I've been in a factory here in Atlanta, not a factory, a a, a logistics facility, Americold Logistics. They were the biggest in the world for a while, and it was all refrigerated. and And to walk through their facility and go into some of their storage, man, you had to suit up with like hazmat to get in there. But I think that was like, I mean, it was below freezing, but it was ninety degrees. Yeah, below negative freezing. ninety is is outrageous. So it's crazy. I don't know how they. They they did this or how they're going to transport it, but apparently they've got a plan. That's a pretty good example. We didn't really think about that in terms of certainty and the angle we're discussing, but man, that's exactly what that is. So what would you, look, classically, I think whether you're um, Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative, I think the one thing that is just out in front of everybody in a presidential election well, there's a couple of things, but uh, at the heart of it are always taxes. Hey, this guy's going to raise your taxes, or this guy's already raised taxes on you before, or he voted for 50 tax increases and that kind of thing. Well, I, I don't think there's a lot of Democrats that would argue that uh, you know Biden's going to cut taxes. I mean, he's saying quite quite the opposite, in fact, is what he's saying. So in terms of taxation and small business, there's some real uncertainty around the money that's going to be left to spend with a lot of corporations. Hey, listen, small business creates a very high percentage of new job growth. I I think the last time I saw it was, I mean, 70 plus percent of new, of new job growth. And so we, we're the guys that are doing it. And, 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 and what do we, what do we react to that? Maybe a large size business is unable to react to. If you've got a thousand people, 1500, 2000, 2500 people working for you, your ability to flex and move is a lot less there, right? Okay. You, to, to, to cut your workforce by 20%, you're cutting, you know, 750 people. Um, uh, in our world, we have an ability in small business. We have a lot more ability to, to, to react, to change, to modify. And, and so with that said, when we have uncertainty in, in our midst, we, we, the big purchase of the Bobcat that I was looking at buying, well, 
Maybe I don't spend 50000 on the Bobcat. And if I did spend 50000 on the Bobcat, what, what does that really mean? Well, I need two labor guys to help run it and clean up after the Bobcat work, and I, that's jobs. That's, that's a purchase of equipment. That's uh, a confidence that I can keep the machine moving. When I decide not to buy that purchase, then then that I mean it literally is a it's a trickle down effect. There it is. And you you do that across hundreds of thousands of small business, maybe millions of small businesses, and it can it can have a drag on the economy. So, you know, small business people absolutely. And what else do we react to? We got money sitting in the market. The market has a, a, a very bad outlook. Then we we freeze a little bit. Maybe we don't buy the next house. Maybe we don't move. Maybe we don't open the next office. And so um, I think uncertainty creates pause. And I think, in fact, we should pause. If you're a small business guy and you're, and you're uh, not quite confident about the future, maybe you don't spend, you know, an extra 50% on Google click campaigns. Maybe you, you, you keep it level and you, you, you pause cause you want to see what happens. And I got a lot of small business friends and, and this is overwhelmingly what they are feeling. Now, again, you've got the, the sides that maybe are very excited about a Joe Biden presidency sure. <clears throat> who maybe they think differently. And they and they double down and they spend some money. Now, most small business guys that I talk to um, probably would lean more on the conservative side of politics, but that's not always true. You go to the north, mid north, mid Midwest, the uh, the Northwest. I mean, other. I, mean, I got an uncle in in uh, Washington State. He's very excited. He thinks he thinks good things. So, you know, I I, th- I think I think putting putting uncertainty needs to be not emotionally based. It needs to be factually based needs to have some real content behind it so what's the content here all right so let's move forward you've sort of jumped into a little bit of it um i I like the first point and it falls under you know we're we're sort of in the to-dos now and again i don't i don't see this as specific to elections and i don't see it as specific to any i feel like this is a template for uncertainty in general i think you can apply it to a lot of different things one of the things you uh started out with here in um and how to handle uncertainty is perhaps play to your strengths. And as small businesses, and you and I have talked about this a lot, Joe, I mean, uh, this is small business, quote unquote, fear 101, which is, hey, the the big guys have come to town. Walmart's in town, and I own a corner store here. What am I going to do? Well, you pivot a little bit. You play to your strengths. You know, as as the guy that owns the corner store, you've been there a while, right? Now, look, there's a huge history of Walmart just suffocating you, and you going out of business. Well, look, you can always go out of business. That option's there all the time, right? Uh, what do you do? You, you, you become flexible. Maybe you target a little more of a niche market. Maybe you use the relationships as the existing business owner on the ground for 20 years to, to leverage and figure out a, a new path there. Um, but I think it's the same with the election and the uncertainty is you play to your strengths, flexibility, being what I'm highlighting here, I think flexibility in uncertain times is a huge strength. Yeah, maybe and maybe narrow your target customer. You know, if you're if you're uncertain and you're and your your business has been on this expansion of targeting new and different customers, um, Amazon and Walmart are probably going to get 
you know, a better version of the vast array of customer base if you're talking about the corner store. But maybe you shift your business model to no Chinese-made product or all U.S.-made product. Maybe you can bring somebody in your store who will be willing to pay a premium. You can you can sell less products but make more profit on less because you've targeted a real concern uh, of a customer. Absolutely. Maybe it's locally sourced produce. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what I, so, so that's the flexibility to do something that if, if Walmart was going to do, I mean, how many times it was a, this has probably got five years on it. So Best Buy, forgive me. I'm sure you've upgraded since then, although you may not have for this very reason. Uh, I was buying something at Best Buy and the guy was trying to put me in his computer system. You know, what's your email address and all that. I'm kind of peeking behind, behind him and looking at it, man, this thing has that beeping, uh, flashing light, like the old DOS based. This is like five years ago. And I started asking him, he's like, man, this thing's the same thing that we've been using for like 20 years. Dinosaur. And I'm sitting here. Big and guys it, are dinosaurs. It, 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 but the truth is for them to have 2,000 stores and change software and train on it. Huge deal. When are they going to make that decision? Right? I mean, they're, they're, they're in the midst of all kinds of other fights. And are they going to do that in the midst of uncertainty? That's exactly right. Spend extra money to change? So, so sometimes... Um, a lot of times when you're small, uh, you can do things the big guy can't do. We, we, we get a, and we can do it much more quickly. Well, we can make, make the customer experience, frankly, um, in, in certain, uh, businesses a lot better. We, we get a lot of fear based off of what the big guy can buy the product for. He's got leverage that we don't, all that stuff, but there's so many things you got. So I love the idea that one of the solutions to uncertainty is be flexible. And by the way, also, in, in terms of being flexible, when the, when the certainty hits, if you're flexible, then you can capitalize quicker. I mean, for all we know, the, the, the truth is this election may flip. I understand single-digit percentage, but they're recounting votes, and, and, and it is close. Uh, so there to, to be flexible and be able to say, wait a minute, something just changed, and now that's going to work for my business, and I can capitalize on it, I mean, that's part of flexibility, right? Yeah, and inside of the flexibility is uh, understanding that that service always, and even more so, when 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 let's just say the the U.S. population generally is uncertain. Let's just sort of make that statement for a minute. What what do people look for when they they feel like they're they not they don't know where it's going to go they don't know if their boyfriend's going to call them back or not they don't know if the if the the next Google click call is coming in they don't know if the next paycheck's going to be bigger than the last or maybe it's going to be lower than the last they so what 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 do we look for why does the alcohol business do so well in uncertainty. Mm. Because we're looking for medication. We're looking to be medicated. We're looking to, to feel better about ourselves. We're looking to, to not feel or be stressed about the uncertainty. So what does that do? What does that mean for small business? I believe, this is just Joe's diatribe here. I believe that people respond incredibly well to human interaction, to human service 
We're such in a digital world. We're such in front of phones. We Everybody's pushing us to not talk to anybody. Let, allow you as a small business, your ability to, to, to humanize your service or your, or your product, to, to deliver it with a soft touch, with a, with a, with a stroke, with a pat. Uh, I'm just using that metaphorically. Um, I don't know. There's something about when I go, I'll give you an example. When I go to a Waffle House restaurant, um, there's something about the way I feel, and this is not a fancy restaurant. If you're not familiar with Waffle House, it's a maybe a more of a southeastern restaurant. They'll put them near the interstates. It's a it's it's a breakfast lunch type deal. It's twenty four seven. Uh, it's uh, fairly inexpensive, fairly consistent. But but what do I what do I react to? I react to. For some reason, the waitresses, those people, they give you that smile. They give you that direct human interaction that makes me feel like that I want to sit on that counter and be and be in that and in, in that restaurant. And it's um, how do they do that systematically? I don't know. I, I, I think the point is here that that we are human beings, that your customers are human beings. Do not forget this. Well, Do not let Facebook or Twitter or, or Amazon or, or any technology remove what makes a human being actually tick. That's right. And when you appeal to that, that pierces through uncertainty. That's, that's, that's the point here. Yeah, and, 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 and a bit of the how-to there, you know, the Waffle House formula it's a it's a hand me down culture. You, you you go to work at uh, at Waffle House tomorrow. There there's a strong culture of what you're discussing. They've got regulars, so you get to see that interaction. I mean, they, they know these people. They know their kid. I mean, it, it is a unique culture uh, to come to. So the new guy is either going to thrive and and identify in that culture, or he's not going to be at a Waffle House guy very long. So the reset, perhaps during uncertainty. One of the things that you could you could do is is up the game on the culture. I mean, I, I love the idea of a workforce that is boys coming down now. Oh, the rain is. Listen, we're gonna have a a <laughs> down the road. We're gonna have a professional level way to to dial out like AC units and rain. But right now, guys, it's. Cool. Beating so, cats and dogs on top of this aluminum trailer. It's a, little, it's, a little, it's a little atmosphere. Maybe we should tell a scary it story. Good, you, you got any scary stories? I, I kind of like that. Jeez. Well, but it, no, what you're saying is, is, I think what you're saying is, I don't know, what were you saying? The culture of, of great service inside of a small business, typically it's the leader that, that does it. And the, the thing about Waffle House, who is no small business, Although they are running a bunch of what seems like small each restaurant's a small right? business, yeah, they're they're running a bunch of what seems like. But you can stop here, you can drive to Mississippi, the Waffle House, and it's the culture. There is a culture, a continuous culture that takes place. That is that very personable person that works at Waffle House, and and they talk to you, and uh, you know, you customize your order. They turn around and yell it back to the guy, and he, you know, he's making it just for you. I don't know. I think well, let's uh, let's bring a point. Cool. You just remind me of a point here. How how does service have the ability to to shine has the emotional connections of service have the ability to 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 stand out 
it's when the process is so good that that cook and that waitress, they don't have to think one bit about how to deliver a quality chicken and eggs breakfast, right? That's right. They know exactly how to cook that chicken. Yep. The grill's already to temp. They know the oil that has to be, they just know how to do it. It, it, it is so systematic that the, that the breakfast product you're going to get is already almost a guarantee mm-hmm. because it's so well-defined systematically. So what does that allow? That allows for the human beings that are doing the service to be human beings. They're not having to, to figure out all of the issues around each delivery of the service because the system is, is supporting a, a, a quality end product, which in that case is, is, is the chicken and eggs breakfast. And so the more we have a system behind our business where our people can efficiently get the 90% done, it leaves time and gap for the human interaction, the emotional, the, the real part that people can walk away from and go, wow, I feel better about my day. You know, it, it does, and it does lay the green, and it is a prerequisite for sure. It just definitely doesn't insure it. So, so Joe and I took this uh, road trip in the RV. Mm. And as a part of that road trip, uh, we stopped and uh, we stopped at a few different places. Um, one of which comes to mind is the shout out, Joe, to the West. Is it Western? Western Sizzling. I am Sizzling. Sizzling. In Opelika, Alabama. Listen, I will give a shout out to the waitress. What's her name? To the other waitresses. Becky. To the, to the person who took our order. To the person who took our money, uh, to the cooks, to the staff, to the staff, the Western Sizzling, although product-wise, was a middle-of-the-road product. It was nothing I'm going to tell you to shout home about. I'm not going to write an article about it. I'm not going to write a five-star review about the product. For sure. It's a primary example of, I didn't give a rip, because the people there clearly enjoy what they're doing they clearly love to serve they made me feel welcome through the whole process everything was like absolutely yes sir oh you gotta go check those mashed potatoes out with gravy i mean it was just it was nothing was i gotta write a review about the steak we ordered I mean, the lady, the lady made a new pot of coffee for you. He did. And by the way, the, the, it was still bitter. And I didn't care. But you were thankful. You were treated nice. Because you know what she didn't do? She didn't say, well, I just turned the coffee maker off and threw the coffee out. I um, can't do not, the ice, she, The ice cream machine's she, broken. She brewed, a, she brewed a whole cup. And if I was the only cup that came out of that coffee, she still did it. And even though it was extraordinarily bitter and not very flavorful, I loved it because I love the way it was delivered. I'm a human being. I'm a human being. Listen, it's 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 not how big; it's how you work it. And so, uh, do it right. Where's the you? You got to do your drum. That was just awful. That That was horrible. But the point, (laughs) the point being, is you don't have to have the goods all the time if you've got the right way to deliver the goods with great people what 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 i was going to measure that against was the next morning we are running late for the golf 
business meeting uh, that we were partaking in, and we stopped in McDonald's. But it's gonna be quick, right? We get in and out. We got, we're running late to the course. We gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. And they've got. Uh, and when I think of McDonald's, I think of nothing but process, and then I think of failure to adhere to the process. If you fa- if McDonald's fails on the process, and this is I'm not painting the broad brush across every service person at McDonald's, but if you fail on the process at McDonald's. There's not a service component that picks it back up. There's no hope. That, there's no hope for you. <laughs> Guys, I mean, when I got my chicken McGriddle, it was pretty dang good. In fact, I would say it was it was it was a, five, a four out of five. I loved it. But they made us late for the golf tournament. What, what, wouldn't stop there again if I was in a hurry. Oh. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean we got to hit three, three or four golf balls on the tournament. We, 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 we struggled. I had pinched nerves. I was tense. I had all to get a chicken McGriddle in about 20 minutes. Yeah. It only <laughs> took about 20. There's only three people ahead of us. It took, took about 20. So minutes. don't, don't mistake us here that maybe service is not going to trump all you got. You got to, you know, provide them a, a product here. But in that case, the service made me not want to go back for the, for the four out of five product. And so, Man, human interaction. I don't want to overstate this or understate this enough here. Human interaction is what we're missing, guys, in today's small business. I think we're going to do a podcast on this. Just so, make, take a note on this. So gonna I, a, you're going to do a human sure, interaction I'll, I'll, podcast. I'll take a quick note for you. What to do is to look for the knowns, right? And, and what you're saying is one of the things we can control is our so we, we can control as a small business guy we really can control the level of service that our people are, are putting out and what, what we're putting to market right so i mean i think that would be in the midst of uncertainty and you're trying to tilt certainty towards your business i think controlling the level of service slash culture in your business is primary right we can That's tip right. we, we, we can kind of cheat the system a little bit here and just it, make it a better experience right and and there's people that do that by the way we'll, we'll get off this real quick it's all kind of uh, McDonough's a great example. Uh, this place in the square, the uh, Grits family. Who who is that? Is that with G R I T Z? Aren't they? Yeah, Grits restaurant. Here? Yeah. All right. Well, there's McDonald's. I can go to Chick Fil A. They've been in business fifty years. They they didn't run when these other restaurants came to town. And the waitresses in that place have been there for twenty years. And there's a culture. Yeah, you yeah. you just feel yeah you feel welcome. So they're not scared. There's all kind of reasons to stick around in the midst of of the big guy or of the election that may come in. All right, so. I would say along those lines, um, number two, this could be number three. I haven't kept count. Flexibility, I think, was number one. Control what you can control. Uh, The most obvious being service, number two. Number three, I would say there is a next right thing that you can do in the middle of any uncertainty, right? The next right thing. Now, the hell does that mean? That's going to look different. For, that's going to look different. We're trying to give everybody. the truth here. Not, I mean, you're just, you're starting to get a little bit, give us some examples of whatever the heck that means. The next right thing. Yeah. I mean, what? Why don't you give me an example of uncertainty? I'll tell you what the next right thing to do is. Well, I mean, we're talking about the biggest uncertainty are, is we have Biden's you, Biden's possibly the president. Are, are, are you turning left at a, at a red light here? And, we turned and, left. And, it's and, called Joe Biden. And you're uncertain. So, so, so yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, I would say... What's the next right thing to do, Travis? Get, get in your damn lane and stay in it, right? After you turn left. We've already turned left, Joe. Joe, you recognize 
we're on the left side of the road right now. So, so the right thing to do if it's nighttime and we're the on the right left thing side to do is turn left. <laughs> is is turn your lights on? Perhaps is the right thing to do. So I, I would Whoa, say I, I you would, didn't quite say that right. You're saying we, no matter what, we've driven in the dark. So let's turn our lights on. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not quite as harsh as you are here. I, I, I'm not. We, we, I'm you're, not you're, that you're, harsh. you're pretty harsh. I'm just you're, kidding. You're pretty radical. I'm just when it kidding. Comes to no, I'm not radical at all. You, you still feel. I, I'm actually very. Are, are you angry? No. Here, here's what I will tell you. I will tell you that. I mean, look. You guys know this. I didn't vote for Joe Biden. I I, I don't think this. He he's even close to 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 what we need. In our, in our president. I also don't think that Donald Trump is character wise, sort of who I'd like to be my president. Okay. The choices were, we're not, a, we're not, we're not over the top. Great. However, I am a small business pragmatist and policies matter. So what's the next right thing to do? The next right thing to do is, is like you said, if left is left, I got to, I got to get creative around the left and I can do that. I can do that. And, uh, here's the positive. I do think that Biden is going to simmer down the electricity between the parties, not because he's some masterful communicator because he's not, but he won't just incite sort of division, which I think Trump had a, he was great at. So I can I can draw solace on some of the positive that 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 we will see out of the next term. And ultimately what I love is we are small business, man. We have control. Now, if Biden says unequivocally you are mandated nationally to wear a, to wear a mask, I'm going to be like uh, uh negative because I'm also an American and freedom and liberty <laughs> is important to me. So what does all that mean? I can find I can find strength and peace and whoever is uh, at leader leadership because he's not in leadership of my small business. I am absolutely. I I, I think the next right thing to do is generally appreciate that rant. I assume we'll get two or three more out of you. I think that's the third so far. That the next right thing to do is probably the right thing to do before the uncertainty hit. I mean, you know. The fundamentals of business aren't going to change because Joe Biden's president. There might be some winners or losers that get chosen out of a very liberal um, uh, situation here, right? So, I mean, there, there there might be some people, to your point earlier, who are small business that make millions of dollars because they're on the side of government spending, right? And, and, and we're promised at this point road construction and infrastructure by the, you know, that sort of thing. Great. Um you know, uh, that that's that's it's kind of an anomaly for you. Good for you. There might be winners or losers. But I, I think the next right thing is very much what the next right thing was four years ago and four years prior to that and four years prior to that, which is the fundamentals of doing business here. You know, sure up the fundamentals. That's the next right thing to do. The stuff you can't control, there is no version of controlling it. By definition, I can't control it. I can only control what's in front of me. Yeah, and you only can control your view of your control, if that makes sense. So I'm going to say that that I do believe that on both sides of, of this election, they both tried to use fear 
to to move us one way or the other. And so the next best thing to do is to remove the fear. Remove remove the fear. Don't don't let the fear guide you. If you let the fear guide you, it will. Um you need to 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 to, to pause see the future as still an opportunistic future and 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 create value uh inside of your business and 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 you know what that value is but don't let the fear and again if if Biden tries to create more fear around covid-19 then that could hurt small business it's going to be a dark winter joe so so don't even let Biden I'm telling you right now, do not adhere to a national mandate of mask. We are a free country. Choose to run your business the way you need to run it. Let your customers choose how they want to interact with you. Be sensitive to what their needs are. React to what their needs are because it's good for business. Right? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, if it's you, if it's good for business, well, I mean, you know, you you, might, you so so here's where I stand. If, so so I, I, I if you're in the hairdressing business and nobody <laughs> wants to get their hair done because there's not mask, and that could put you out of business. Well, then maybe you should probably make more comfortable by putting putting mask on. You've, I, always, you all, you've always got Nancy Pelosi who gets her hair done when no one, well, I mean, <laughs> no one else can. You could you you could cater to the Busted. very high end politician base. Busted. Well, you know that that. Those guys always get to usurp the rules, right? Well, look. As an edict to us. For sure, the customer's not always right. Like, I, I don't want to go down that road that, that we're going to just, you know. They're mostly right. Maintain. Now, they do have the money that it needs to operate. No, they're, they're mostly business. right. They, customers vote with their dollars, Travis. They're mostly right. Hey, you're pissed off about China? Are you pissed off about Chinese products? Well, then, damn it, get Chinese products out of your house and vote with your dollars. Yeah, been no evidence that people are So, I, a lot of this, is it is fear-mongering. Without actual action behind your conviction, you got a conviction about China and about slave labor and whatever versions. Wait, 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 wait. Do, do you mean China? China, China. If you have a conviction, then convict it all the way to your to your vote with your dollars. You want to vote even probably more. I won't call it more powerful, but probably as powerful as the election we just had. You vote with your dollars every day, guys. You don't want Chinese products to dominate America? Quit buying them! Quit looking for the cheapest product on Amazon. Go to the the guy who makes it homemade in, you know, in your hometown and get a higher quality. Keep him in business, not the Chinese, mm. if that's your problem. Been beating that drum for years. There's no traction on that deal. Just hadn't happened. And there, there, okay, there, well, there, if you're the, if there's you're the, been thousands of reasons to do that over the years. It just has it's no traction. There, there is traction. There's people that are doing it. There, there, there are businesses that are all American that are making this work. And again, I, I, I like the global economy. I, I don't necessarily have a problem with a global economy. What I have a problem with is someone espousing something that they're not willing to stand behind with their own actions. That's what I have a problem with. Bill Gates, you want to talk about, you know, all this um, global warming. And they quit flying your damn corporate jet with you and your wife. There's plenty of uh, big jets that go the same places you're going. There's definitely a sense of anger. 
in in your presentation just passion are you angry just passion i'm not angry at all not at all you're not a big microsoft guy complete passion i I, I feel like if apple was doing the same thing you wouldn't have a problem with it i would have a very big problem apple needs to get their crap together i'm going to leave them too (laughs) (laughs) who would you go apple apple your last software update by the way it's horrible makes my camera pictures less clear hello what happened are you trying to push me to the iphone 12 or what that's a real thing you know Listen, this is the think tank. All these big businesses know how to modify your behavior. Is there any way Apple could get in touch with you? Do you have a, a oh, yeah. is there an 800 number of some type? Oh, or? they, 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 they yep. know where they know what we're saying right now. <laughs> so yeah, they can get in touch with yeah, me. You're, you're, you're on the list. You've made a few lists after today. All right. So our final deal here, what do we do in uncertainty? And I'm going to say there is a universal thing that you can look for, Joe in the midst of uncertainty. And in fact, when I use this word, uh, this word definitely, man, I don't even know if there's a fair definition out there for it these days. It's misconstrued and it can't be used in terms outside of the way that I may use it. But I think your faith as a small businessman or woman is a significant thing. Now your faith in what, right? Some people, it would be significant faith in themselves. I mean, honestly, I think if we stripped it down for most small business people, the way they get through the day a lot of times in, in terms of uncertainty, which is what we're discussing is, hey, I'm certain about me. I'm certain I'm going to get up early tomorrow. I'm certain of what I'm going to do tomorrow. I can gain some certainty around my own actions and what is completely in my control. Well, that's kind of faith in yourself. And I think that's legitimate uh, in, in a lot of ways, right? Um there's faith in the markets. You know, hey, my money's in the stock market. You know, maybe I'm a small business guy, but I work in the financial arena and I'm investing people's money. And at the end of the day, I think the market takes everything into play and I kind of have faith that it's going to work out based on my beliefs about based on what we're discussing. A, a 20-year or 50-year track record. Absolutely. That's I really where that faith comes from. I have faith in the market or the facts. Faith is usually comes from some evidence of truth. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. Past history. I mean, you got blind faith and you've got faith. Yeah. Faith is through some evidence of history. So right. some evidence that you have that you have access to, you make decisions based on. Yeah, absolutely. And and so I think that the Christian businessman or woman uh, can actually look at either uh, a business victory or a business loss as perhaps a bigger picture, you know, the, the faith is, Hey, look, no matter how this, this election deal works out or the markets, uh, interpret all this stuff. And even if this actually harms my business, even if this begins to constrict in a way that I cannot fight back against, right. You know, God forbid, even if I go out of business, because of some crazy policy, maybe there is this mask controversy, or maybe look, the, the fact of the matter is we've just lived through a year here where thousands of small businesses have went out of business and there was nothing they could do about it. There was no fundamentals of business they can enact when the government was telling people to stay off the streets in San Francisco. That, that restaurant doesn't have customers. There's no marketing ploy to that. Um, so I think that there's a, a spot in this conversation to discuss a little bit that, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, sometimes uh, I have faith in a God that turns a loss into a win. What do you think, Joe? Well, I, I think that um, that's very true. I, I, I would even say it with less 
conviction of the outcome and say that does it really have to always be a win? Uh, why do we think that we're always why? Well, let's just let's back up even further. We're selfish human beings. We're the epitome of selfish. We we operate daily in our own selfish desire to have more, do more, be more. And uh, maybe in God's greater plan, you need a little setback to put in perspective what might be a little more important than your next million dollars. So I think the faith that I have is, okay, I've been through some setbacks before, could be going through some bigger ones, who knows. Uh, there's something in this that, that, that I'm, I'm, the, 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 the uncertainty is, or the certainty in the uncertainty is, or I'm certain there's something in this that I need to see, that I'm going to learn from, that I'm going to grow from, that I'm going to, I'm going to move through. I'm going to have a different perspective that puts in focus what's really important. It's typically what I see, see happens when we don't achieve what we're looking for or things don't go the way we want it to go. We go, whoa. Um, so I had a motorcycle accident. I think we talked about this a few weeks ago. I had a motorcycle accident recently. It, it, it turned out to be about as least, you know, uh, uh, impact on me as it possibly could for how bad it probably should have been for the speed and the circumstances. And so what does that do? Well, first of all, it, it does create a little uncertainty in, well, is my writing skills differently different than I thought? Um, did I get a, a, a too much confidence, exuberant of confidence that caused this? Is there outside conditions outside of my control? Maybe all of the above. But what it did ultimately is, hang on a second. I've got a wife of 22 years, a son in college, a daughter in college that works for me that 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 is probably interested in seeing me come to the next year, you know, and be around for, for some things in the future. And, and, and I need to rethink my idea of my motorcycle riding or my confidence in it or overconfidence in it. I needed the wreck. So I immediately got off this by, I popped up in shock as it, as I believe God allowed me to wreck without a tragedy. Cause it was a, it, sh it could have been, I just hit a very soft patch of grass and mud that protected me. I immediately popped up and said to myself, wow, I think I needed this. It was, it was that quick in my mind. I overplayed my hand and I need, and so I'm bringing this example up to say, if something's not going right, there's something you're learning in the process especially if you're paying attention because it ain't all about us it ain't all about your checkbook and your pocketbook. And, um, that, that's the, the sort of the, the mindset that I have moved through when things have not gone right. 
And I think about when I've lost a key person in my business. I mean, so key, you think you're not going to function. You're not going to get to the next day. How in the world do I keep moving? And then within 48, 72 hours, you realize, wow, there was, there was something in that that is actually going to move my business much more clearly forward. We had an interview with Jerry Barber here, uh, one of our first episodes, maybe our first episode. And uh, highly watched episode, and he experienced this, right? He lost a, a key person that worked for him that managed his website. And he is a website online-driven business. And, and, and I'm telling you, I, I'm a good friends with him. He, he, was, he was in the pits. He thought, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. You fast forward about five years later, he tripled his business. Because what he discovered is, is this guy was actually constricting his growth. Because Jerry relied so much on his ability to, to handle something that Jerry didn't want to deal with or look at or fool with that Jerry didn't even realize what he was missing in, in his business. And now he's, he's, he's tripled his size. And Jerry very much in that interview went note for note with, with what we've discussed today. He, he absolutely went to what he could control. Lots he could control in that situation. He went back to the fundamentals of business. You and I, I you and I've used that a million times in thinking about our business, Jerry's examples of, of what he's done, which is, Hey, what can we actually do? What is actually a, a fundamental to our industry and in our business? And that's exactly what Jerry did He did uh, to kind of, kind of turn that deal around. So, and he, and, 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 he, and he relied on his, his Christian faith to, to, to have peace over. I'll be okay. You know, we got to get to the point where we're okay. Well, you know, we're okay. And so we're okay allows us to, to use our, our acumen, our business acumen experience to, 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 to plow through. One of the things that we're horrible at doing as small business people um, is putting our identity as the small business owner. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the local successful small business owner. That's who I am. Well, what happens when you're not successful? We define ourselves by it. Right. What, what happens again where there's this third-party force comes crashing in and all of your uh, you know, ability and skill and past accomplishments just get washed out with that wave? I mean, who, who are you after that? And so you know, the days to prepare for that are before you're in the storm, right, is, is, is to make preparations for that. But I agree with you. I think that growth you know, almost always comes uh, through, through pain, <laughs> you know, it's the old cliche. Everybody wants to go to heaven. Nobody wants to die. Right. I mean, we all want to grow. We all want to learn. We don't want pain. We run from pain. So, I mean, I, I think, I think that that's a big part of the faith conversation is what is your faith in? Is it in you? Is it in, is it in God? Is it in the markets? Just, I, I would leave that with the audience to think, think that through and think, how does the answer to that hold up? in the midst of real suffering with your business. Yeah. And, and what does hold up mean ultimately? I mean, if we want to bullet down to, to numbers, are the results, how are the results working for you? If you're in a constant state of, of fear and uncertainty versus I'm going to be okay. 
I'm going to shift what I can shift and move forward. What do those results look like? Right. Well, that's all you can do. And that's, that's the fundamentals of, uh, of today's show. Anything else about the election before, before we leave, Joe? Is there any, anything really makes you angry about the election? I mean, I mean, not really. I mean, I, I feel like it's pretty much what was anticipated. I, I would like to think and hope that as Americans that we are not interested in stealing an election, that we don't have enough people out there that are interested in, in literally invalidating a proper election to, to, to wield their candidate into power. If, you know, if there's, if there's any version of enough votes where that was sort of call it systemic, that's very alarming. Uh, I'm hoping that, that this is some one-off stuff here and there and errors here and there that were not so intentional that, that that was the case. Cause I think we all, if, if, if that, if we were to talk about fear, of uncertainty, that's my biggest fear. If we don't have a valid process of an election process in America, then, then you know, we need to get our guns. Uh, and so I, I, I want that to be protected. I, I tell you what that whole conversation does for me in the context of this show, though. We're the customers here. No doubt. And so to feel like there's some result that again, I'm not, I'm not claiming, I don't, I, I, I'm not making the claim because I've got no evidence to make the claim that Trump won the election and anything's being stolen. But the claim that I can make that I feel like there is evidence to make, um, is that this process is horrible. We, we, we are not, we're living in 2020 where you would think technology wise, there could be, there could be the type process where there would be absolute certainty around this result. So again, but just stepping aside from that, cause I can't affect that in the moment right now. Um, there's some things I can do kind of to retaliate against that uncertainty for the future. But in terms of our customers, how do they feel when we produce uncertainty in them? Like that, that's what I'm thinking about as you're talking about that. Cause I feel this uncertainty. They don't, they don't trust you. And when they don't trust you, start looking for alternatives. They look for alternatives. That's right. Trust, trust is what we have to earn. And, and, and that, that has to be earned month in and month out. That's not a one-time earn here, it's right? Kind of, this has to be intentional. You know, that, that's, the, that's what I feel like is missing from this process. Or we might find out it's very intentional, uh, what's happening here, okay? But and in fact, it may, it may be that, that, that everything was legit. That's what I'm saying. We just don't know. Don't, that's the uncertainty. We don't know. It wasn't proven to us. But we do know that there's some process changes that need to be had to create confidence in the process. So we talk about this a lot in our business and let's just leave on this. Just because you are doing the right thing and you're making good decisions on behalf of your customer, if they don't know it to be true, if they don't have confidence in your ability to deliver that information, then your results may not be the measure, right? It's not always the measure. It's no your customer's perception and trust in those results. 100%. Because they oftentimes don't even know what a good result is. I'm meeting a client tomorrow. A uh, new client referred to me about a, a, a house that needs work and they need to sell it. 
and I got to go and I've got to deliver information in a way that they can receive and have trust in what I deliver. Because regardless of what I deliver, if they don't perceive an, you know, an honest delivery and integrity in the process of what we're going to talk about, then, then they're going to move on, right? They're going to they're interview the next person. I, I, I think even beyond that, I, I think there is there are some businesses that have done a really good job that say, I'm going to demonstrate to you how you can be certain I'm going to deliver this. I can't. Like, like, I'm not going to leave it up to just interpretation. No. I, I'm going to, we're, we're going to agree now, the part I think you're discussing is, we're going to agree on what that needs to look like. You know, and that might be my part in kind of selling you on my terms here sort of a thing. But right. the reality is, in the future, after money's exchanged hands in some way, there's going to be an, a pre-agreed upon set of circumstances that I'm going to hit in order to take your money, right? And uh, I think that's the highest and best level uh, of producing certainty with your Get customers. trust with your clients quick and, and, early. and guide them to truth. Quick, early, and often. That is the answer when your client is uncertain and you are as well. And we're going to leave it there. With the truth. Subscribe. We got the truth. We got the truth. We got the truth. A small business. Yes, we, we do. got the truth. Give us some feedback. We got the truth. We got the big truths of small business. Sponsored by Yes, I rent. Yes, I rent. Yes, I rent property management. Place good tents and collect your rent. Maintain your property. If you need account. property management services in Atlanta, Georgia, Yes, I Rent Property Management at yesirent.com is your one source and solution for property management. We will buy your next investment property. We will fix, rehab, renovate your next investment property, and we will absolutely unequivocally manage it as if we owned it. Thanks for listening to the Big Trees of Small Business. We're signing out.